Yeah, let's do it. Three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, JLD here. And as you can already tell, this is a special episode because there's no intro. I actually emailed my sponsors and said, sorry, sponsors, take your money back. There are no sponsors today. This is a special, unique episode. I haven't done this ever I'm just having my buddy, Michael O'Neill, on to join me on EO Fire as I am joining him simultaneously on Solopreneur Hour. And we're going to have a blast today talking about a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about Pod Mastery, a killer live event that's coming back for round two. We're going to talk about the Freedom Journal and how I crushed almost half a million dollars in revenue in 33 days. We're going to talk about the Heinz Ward Show. That's right, the Super Bowl MVP and why Michael O'Neill is basically a huge deal in all circles, not just the podcasting circles now, and a whole heck of a lot more. So stick around. This is going to be a unique, kicked back, laid back show. Michael O'Neill, what's going on, brother? Dude, welcome to the Solopreneur Hour. Yeah, I'm happy to be as here. Well. <laughs> Where we are in we are in their earballs just as well. We um, are. Very uh, thankful to be here with you as always. And um, yeah, we do have a lot of cool stuff to talk about, don't we? We do. We got, some, we got things moving and shaking. Shaking and moving in the earballs, yeah. both the solo and the EO fire world, kind of simultaneously shaking. And I don't really care, Michael, what order we go in, but I, I want to start with Freedom Journal. Okay, first, go ahead. You, you hit it so off to me. You, uh, you created a, a, a little book, a little tiny little baby <laughs> book that you've been working on for I don't know. A it's year. my baby, and <laughs> did a Kickstarter, which had a, a twenty-five thousand dollar goal. Uh, goal. I was like, all right, let's see. We can hit 25K. We'll help some kids out. We'll get a school. <laughs> right. Um, where, do, where do we end up with that Kickstarter? Well, in three hours and 13 minutes, we hit $25,000. So I wrote a check to Pencils of Promise for $25,000. And we built a school as a backers community, um, yeah. which I'm super stoked about. And then by the end of those 33 days, we became the sixth most funded publishing campaign of all time on Kickstarter at four hundred. And fifty three thousand eight hundred and eight dollars. So, do you do you feel like utter disappointment that you didn't get first, or how does that work? I will days? say, I, you you set out every single thing that we do in life, every launch, every podcast, whatever it might be. You have that stretch stretch goal. So, I will say, like, I was like, I definitely want to get to twenty five k quick because I really want to write this check to pencils of promise because they're awesome, and I really want people to feel like they're contributing to something awesome. You know, our next big goal, which was a really big goal, like this was like, if I get this, I'm thrilled was 350. I was like, if Fire Nation can get me to 350, we can do this together. That's massive. So 453K was really beyond even my wildest. But I, I do have this crazy stretch goal. It was 589,523 dollars because Eric Reese was a dollar less than that number that I just shared to become the number one most funded book of all time on Kickstarter. And I wanted to be able to say that. That you don't have a warehouse full of those freedom journals because you spent 120k <laughs> to get you yourself there it surprises me to no end. I, I do. I, I have do. to say, yeah. like, what? Yeah, you're right. It's, oh yeah. By the way, last minute edition. Um. Anyway, so that's congratulations. What did you learn? From that Kickstarter, for those those people that have never kickstarted something before, what I learned is. What we're doing as entrepreneurs doesn't matter unless we're building an engaged audience. There's so many things that you can do right and there's so many things that you can do wrong. But if you do the one thing right, 
of building an audience that knows that you care and that you engage with and that you interact with and that you learn from and give value to, that's everything. So if you're going to launch a Kickstarter campaign, a book, a course, a live event, anything that is so key. And I think I just segued, Michael, from Kickstarter, which guys, if you want to learn more, thefreedomjournal.com, it's there for you. I'm still giving a portion of every sale to Pencils of Promise. We've already built three schools together. We're going to build four, then five, then six. I can't wait to see the future of what we're doing, the impact we're going to have. But Michael, that segue of being able to have an audience and use that audience to create something special like a live event. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about our live event? Well, you and I did a little a little thing. We we you and I doing a little podcasting. If you guys don't know this, um, <laughs> combined we have little, almost huh. two thousand episodes. Well, that's true, but it's, you're the lion's share that because you're on seven days a week. <laughs> but I've survived. Uh, this will be three eighty nine, I believe. So that's not too bad. I'll, I'll take my three eighty nine. Um, although I, I suppose if you if you measured them hourly, since mine's an hour and yours is about what thirty minutes ish at most. So like there's, you know, we're, we're maybe a little bit closer in, in terms of time actually recording. Yeah, you're at least you, at half. And you got a year, you got a year advance on me. And so, a year ahead of you. know, <clears throat> so um, neither here nor there. You and I, have, 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 podcasting has been very good to us in general. And I think that from the get-go, uh, I was just using you as an example the other day. Um, I have a coaching client in my, my solo lab of, that, that you know, the, the rule I always put out is if you have more, time than money, well, then you just work. You just work like 24-7 until you get the thing done. If you have more money than time, then you can outsource and you can upgrade and that kind of thing. I have a guy that, that sort of is coming into his you know, podcast with maybe a little bit more time or a little bit more money. And I said, all right, so because you're very limited on time, you've got to be able to kind of get this stuff to, together um, and, and get, you know, outsource your people and you know, get someone to do these tasks for you. And I was using you as an example because that's how you launched uh, EO Fires. You yeah. had a, a couple of people, a couple of assistants right away. And <clears throat> we've taken it very seriously since the first day we did a show. It wasn't like, um, let me throw this out there, see if it latches on, and then, you know, maybe I'll podcast. That literally the first day, my episode one with this, this unknown podcaster named John Lee Dumas, um, I was, when someone said, what do you do? I said, I'm a podcaster. That's what I said. And, and so, and that was the truth. So I've always felt like that's been the, the thing that I've done professionally since August 23rd, 2013. And I feel like you did the same exact thing. Is that a fair assessment? I went all in. I like rolled yeah. the die and I said, hey, I'm going to record 40 episodes before I launch. I'm going to hire a mentor for thousands of dollars a month. I'm going to join Cliff Ravenscraft's mastermind for a year, which costs $3,500, all before I launch. I had no idea if it was going to work. In fact, Cliff Ravenscraft and Jamie Tardy, the mastermind leader, and my mentor told me it wasn't going to work. They're going to say, you're going to find out that seven days a week doesn't work. And I said, you know what? That might be the case, but I'm willing to just keep on going because I am a podcaster. Have you, have you, have you uh, based on that decision, have you ever been sort of sitting on your couch going, oh, I got to jam seven episodes right now? <laughs> like, has that ever happened? You're like, oh man, I felt, holy moly. It has to have, No. You know, every now and then I will say, like, there's been a time that I've come back from a long weekend, like when you and I have gone and crushed a conference in Vegas or done this or that. And I've gone back and I've kind of lost my voice. I maybe haven't slept that well. And I'm like, this is going to be a time that I wake up in the morning 
that I don't have my A game, that I don't really necessarily have my voice at full power, and I'm going to have to just suck it up like a man or a woman, (laughs) if you are listening and you're a female, um, and just grind these episodes out. So there have been a couple times that I've absolutely had to grind them out, but I will say this, Michael. When I first launched EO Fire, every episode was work. I'm behind the microphone, inexperienced, naive, not good, just sweating and working hard, you know, really trying my best. All my mental energy and acuity is just focused on the microphone and on the guesswork so I can try to make something special happen. But guess what? 500 episodes happened. Then 1,000 episodes happened. And now I wake up and I see there's eight, nine, 10 interviews on my schedule for the day. I say, wow, those are going to be eight, nine, 10 cool conversations that I'm going to have with cool people that are just going to happen to be listened to by tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people over the course of the next six months to a year. And I love that now, but it took a while to get here. Well, think about that today. So based on that, um, I think you and I have both had some pretty cool people today only, right? So who did you speak to today or who are you speaking to today? Just 20 minutes ago, I wrapped up with Gary Vaynerchuk and we were kind of talking while I was interviewing him and he was episode 67 and he was like, oh dude, you were so raw back then. And I'm like, raw is like a kind word right. of what I was back at episode 67. And then I interviewed him again at 416. He's like, man, I could just I could just tell that you had been hustling for 400 days. It had been over a year and you were hustling every day at your craft. And then here we were at episode you know, 13, whatever it was, that, that his episode is going to go live. It's going to go live on March 8th because that's when his book, Ask Gary V, goes live. Um, he was just like, dude, he's like, I just feel like you are in control of every part of this conversation and, and that doesn't happen often. So he was just very kind, very cool. When I had Tim Ferriss on a couple months ago, he was saying the same. He's like, John, I learned everything from podcasting from you. And I was mm. like, it's so weird to hear Tim Ferriss and Gary Vaynerchuk say those words because three years ago, you know, I was this little pipsqueak, you know, trying to figure out how to plug my microphone into my XLR input, right. you know? Yeah. And, and here now you're Mr. Fancy Pants, right? <laughs> uh, we're about so, to talk just about what it looks like to be wearing fancy, uh, fancy pants, Michael <laughs> O'Neill. And a little bit, that's a little teaser for you, fire and solo nation. That's right. So I just got off the line with uh, Mr. Brett Michaels from Poison. Don't need nothing. Um, and so it was so funny to talk to this dude who's a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan, first huge. of all. But, but he's also got such a hustle and such an entrepreneurial gene. He won The Apprentice. Um, he's been on, you know, he's got multiple things going on. He's promoting this whole line of luggage that he just put out on overstock.com. He's not uh, voting for Donald Trump, by the way. <sighs> you know, what's funny is we talked about that. We <laughs> talked very extensively about, uh, the election right at the end of it. He, he, he sort of feels like it's refreshing. You know, I think this is the, the narrative that a lot of people say is that it's refreshing to see someone not be a politician, but at the same time, it's like, man, what, where are we going to go? So Oof, it's, who knows? It's a catch-22. Um, but point is, is that podcasting has is, is taken us both into some really interesting places. And, um, and by the way, Brett said, because I said, hey, man, uh, next time you're on the West Coast, I would love to come to a show. And, and we, I had mentioned earlier that I was a drummer. I go, or let me play a sound check with you guys. He goes, sound check? He goes, you practice with us in the sound check. And you're going to get on stage and play a tune with us during the show. I mean, and Michael, I like, boom. my <laughs> mind is blown right now. And I'm not even like from the music industry, but like, how does that feel? Well, you know, it was funny because 
when when uh, we're talking about the Heinz Ward, so it's the, the Heinz Ward show. Heinz is a very uh, decorated NFL wide receiver, and Heinz was asking Brett what it's like, you know, to come out on stage with thousands of people cheering for you, because that's what Heinz misses about the NFL right. is that feeling. And it's funny because I thought, wow, that's the only thing I can relate to in in the Heinz Ward world is as going in like going out on stage and, and having people cheer is something I've done, you know, hundreds of times. So it's like that, that would be awesome. I'd feel great about that. That'd be amazing. Um, so yeah, that would, that would be cool. Who knows if it'll ever happen, but man, was he a cool down to earth dude? Well, let me, let me tell you, Fire Nation, Soul Nation, we have some pretty cool things that we're going to be revealing about the Heinz Ward show and, and so much more coming up, but I'm going to steer this conversation, Michael, back so we really make sure that our listeners have the ammunition they need in their arsenal I was to getting pull there. the trigger. I, I was know. getting back. We, we have style differences, John Lee Dumas. <laughs> I'm like a bull. I just put my head down and I just you keep are. charging. And um, I'm, like the elegant, I'm like the elegant where I swing it back and you go, wow, I didn't even see that rapping that way. Man. Um, but all right. So let's, so point is, you and I, <laughs> podcasting's been good to us. Yes, yes or no? Yeah, and what I love about this is we just actually accentuated the points that we've both grown successful six and seven figure a year businesses with very different styles, with very different attitudes and mentalities. And, you know, by the way, we've been great friends through it all. So very interesting. And I think this is a great lead in. Yeah, I think we actually have like you could put our podcasts in our styles on each side of a scale and they would balance, you know, (laughs) although I would say I would say that that. We've learned a lot from each other. And when you look at your like your actual interview chops, your actual conversational chops, and mine as well, from the very beginning to now, have changed so much where in real life, I bet you they've improved your actual conversational skills. Yes or no? A hundred percent. And something that I kind of want to point to here, Michael, is a conversation that you were having with me about a year ago, maybe not even that long ago, but this is going to really make you say, you know what, that JLD guy, like he actually does listen to me. So I get a lot of people when I'm, you know, your name comes up here, they're just like, you know, Michael O'Neill is just such a natural conversationalist. Like he just has the gift for gab. He looked, he sounds comfortable. It's obvious that he is comfortable behind the microphone. I remember you telling me that, you know, many a moons ago, you were out one night at a big group dinner and there was just this guy at the table who was just controlling the conversation, but in a very natural way, in a very comfortable way. And he was, you know, people were looking to him for entertainment, for laughs, for chuckles, for guidance, X, Y, Z. And you looked at him, and you said, I like that guy. In fact, I would like to be that guy as Michael O'Neill. And you studied him and you became the conversa- the conversationalist that you are today. It does not come overnight, Fire Nation. It comes from identifying and then from working, from studying, from putting in those hours. And voila, like Michael O'Neill's conversational skills do not come overnight. Well, and it's and, and it's a, a skill. It's a practiced, real skill, and and it's it's an art. I think in that way, what's cool about podcasting is it takes the the technical side of you know learning how to market and literally how to as, uh, assemble a show and edit and do all the things you have to do, but then also the humanity side of it, where you do have to connect with someone, you have to establish rapport, you have to understand the narrative that you're going for for that particular show and be able to guide them through it. And then it's up to you how transparent you want to be with how you guide them through it. And that's like the differences between our shows. You're very transparent in how you guide them through the show. It's like, here's the questions. Here's exactly what we're going to do. This is what we're going to get out of this thing. 
so perfect for that. Whereas I choose to do a like a subtle sort of guiding of, you know, I steer the ship under the rudder. And my hope is that by the time the show ends, they're entertained enough, but they go, wow, those three stories were really poignant for me. And I took a lot out of them and I'm going to take action because of them. So I think they both get to the same spot with a slightly different approach, right? Are you going to give me some credit for remembering that story? <clears throat> I, I give you credit for things all the time. Jeff. I don't know what else. And I don't, I don't know what else I can tell you. Yes. <laughs> um, you get all the credit in the world. Anyway, the point is, is that we take it very seriously. And, you know, a few months ago, uh, maybe about a year ago now, I, it was more than that. It was at Greg Hickman's wedding. Yeah. We, we sat in a hot tub and we said, let's, let's do a real, like for people that really want a podcast for real, let's do a course. Let's do a class for them, like do a weekend or do a workshop or do a online course. And we decided to do a, like a one day workshop where we would teach them, like if they, if they were podcasters, we would teach them how to be pro at it. And that, that can include not only the technical and marketing side and learning how to do keywords so you rank better on iTunes, but how to actually bring people onto a show and, and how to have good conversation and, you know, how to research the guests ahead of time, all those kinds of things. Can you, do, you, do you feel like that's, uh, do, do you think we nailed that with that first iteration of our pod mastery? We nailed it because what I really want people that are listening to understand is that we're on a team here. We are on a podcasting team. And one thing that is so tough for Michael and I is to realize that, you know, when people come in and they don't take this seriously and they have crappy audio, they don't have good structure and they just don't take it seriously. And then, you know, person X is at work and they're saying, oh, like I heard, uh, you know, Mark Marin had Obama on the show. What's this podcast? And they go and listen to it. And the first podcast they click on is that podcast that I just described. They're like, oh, this is podcasting. Like, no, thank you. And then they go off and they never come back. And that's bad for all of us. We are on the same team. So it is our goal, our desire, our hope and our wish that people who really want to take podcasting seriously, we are here for you to guide you and to help you become pod masters. I love that. Let's talk about a little bit. So for the people that aren't podcasters, let's talk about the art of, or, or the, in our case, complete chaos of putting on a live <laughs> workshop because we'd never done it before. Like it was, um, so, so part A was, will there be enough humans that would want to participate in this Um and if, if there are, then what happens, right? So, okay, let's pick a date. I used Eventbrite to set up uh, a, you know, event page. And then I used Optimize Press to just create a little landing page at podmastery.com. So that was, and again, this is just literally showing you guys how to do a workshop. At that point, John and I recorded a little YouTube video at his house and said, hey, here's what we're going to do. Here's the dates, you know, and here's what we're going to try to uh, accomplish with this. And then we did a show similar to this, I suppose, and then put it out on our social media, emailing list, Instagram. And the, the goal was, I think we said, if we can, we had 15, we had 20 slots for the Podmasters and then two VIP slots. So they broke out 5K for the VIPs. They would spend the entire day with us and then a thousand bucks a piece for the attendees. And they, there was 20 of them. That was the, that was the goal. Yeah, so to be so, clear, it was day one was just two VIPs at 5K each, and then day two was 20, and this is, again, this is our hope going into it, 20 pod or future pod masters who would pay $1,000 each to spend a whole day with us, um, hot seats, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Okay. So, so John and I said, okay, if we can get 
our, we had a, we had to have a minimum because there's no guarantee that you're going to sell out. And right. you know, since John's getting checks for four hundred and whatever thousand dollars, you know, doing something for five k is like oh, I'm not going to get out of bed for that. <laughs> um, so so I could get can't get out of bed for that though. That's right. Right, you'd outsource. Yeah, outsource. Right. So we said, all right, if we can get like one VIP, and I think it was seven future podmasters. That yeah. was the that was going to be the deal. We're like that's then, minimum that is the minimally viable like production that we want to put on here and we can prove the concept with those numbers and come back strong for pod mastery too. Right, right. And so and that would be enough to say okay, we'll probably spend a couple grand on infrastructure like getting a venue and you know getting some t-shirts made or whatever. And then we'll have like 5k a piece. Great. Fine. By the way, 5K for, you know, a couple of days of work, I'm, that I'll ne- you'll never hear me complain about that. That's ditto, amazing. Ditto, ditto. So, so um, we put it out there and was it like 38 hours or something that we sold out? It was right away. Yeah, 36 hours like, later, 36 poof, hours later, gone. Both gone. VIPs gone, all 20 spots gone. People emailing saying, um, it says sold out. And we're like, that's because it's sold out. <laughs> right. I think, we had, I think we had 11 people on the list that were like, so we could have gone with 30, you know, but though we wouldn't have had a time. Yeah, too much. So then we had to go, okay, so now, with, now we're on and we're about a month out and you were, I can't remember what you were doing, but a lot of the stuff fell on me. It's like, okay, I got to find a venue now. So I had to literally, like I went to so many hotels and so many emails to try to find a good venue for it. We ended up using the um, Western School of Law here in San Diego, which is like a the first view. place I recommended, which is pretty funny. <laughs> right. I know. Right. Exactly. Um but the uh, we ended up going with that, and but there, remember if you if you recall, they were very challenging to yes. actually pin down. It was not a it was not easy. Process. So um, we picked the venue. I designed some T-shirts and all the, and then I got the sizes from all the future podmasters, and um, and then that was it. So it was like, all right, now we've got this. I reached out to a few people in the audio world, got them to donate some product. So we made little gift bags for everybody that came along. And then you and I had to do a lot of heavy lifting, which was we had everybody that had a podcast. We had them send us the links to the podcast and their website and stuff like that. And you and I spent an evening at your house literally going through each individual person's show and writing notes out on it. You, you, you want to talk about that process a little bit? Intro too long, voice too monotone. I mean, we were really there. We were sitting there. We were studying these shows. We were saying, hey, we want a complete dossier prepared so that when this person has their X number of minutes in the hot seat, in the spotlight, so to speak, that we could come up with real tangible things that are going to improve their business in a major way, plus give them plenty of time to ask us any questions that they have so that we could dive in. And again, we could answer in a very intelligent and coherent manner because we knew their show inside out. And we had, again, that dossier in front of us. So as they were sitting there, we were going through it. So the prep work was very intense and it was very meaningful and it really worked out well because of it. Like if we had to have everybody recreate the wheel for us, be like, okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. It's like, okay, three quarters of their time is gone before we even know anything. And we definitely knew that we were going to make this an incredibly valuable experience for every single person around. And one thing that I really want to note is, and this is maybe getting a little further ahead, but I just I, I, there's a point that I want to make about when you have these roundtables and you have people that are getting 
their spotlight time, it is as valuable and sometimes more valuable for the other 19 people in the roundtable hearing and seeing what's going on to that person in the spotlight. There is so much gold in every single one of those. And in fact, a lot of the feedback that we got was, wow, I learned so much from other people's struggles, from other people's revelations and aha moments and XYZ. That to me was something I knew going in, but I really loved that it just came to fruition and people just said, hey, that was incredible. Yeah, and it was, it was so necessary. Uh, can you hear me okay, John? I'm- you just went way low on us. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Now you're back. Um, so it was very necessary uh, for us simply because of, there's, there's not enough time in the day to do, you know, we're doing these 20 minute hot seats with each person. And like you said, if we'd had to go and completely get their background, we would have used 18 minutes just getting that. So we had to do our homework ahead of time just to make sure that it was really efficient. And it was a grind, wasn't it? I mean, it was, you know, it's 20 minutes back to back to back to back to back to back like 20 times, Um, but hugely valuable for the people on the other side. I mean, really, really valuable. Um, So we did that. We provided lunch, uh, which was great. Chipotle came and catered. I would do that again in a heartbeat. Totally. That nailed it. They were really good. And, and then we, we finished up. Of course, we had a lot of Q&A. You and I went over a lot of stuff uh, in the afternoon about, you know, marketing. And, and we went over some gear. We went over interview techniques and all of this. It's funny how much stuff came out in the hot seats. Like if we had done a separate curriculum where we were like, okay, we're going to teach this for an hour. And then we're going to teach this for an hour, blah, blah, blah. All of it came out in the hot seats. Like we didn't even need to have a separate curriculum. Cur- curriculum. New teeth. Um, because it all came out in the hot seats in the first, you know, half of the day anyway. I think a lot of people underestimate the power of the tribe, just the collective brain power that was at that table. I mean, it was a lot of people that knew a little to a decent amount about podcasting. And sometimes it was Michael O'Neill and myself giving killer feedback that was just like poof. But sometimes it was people in the round table that were stepping up and they were saying, Hey, I think that this is going to work for you because, and they had some great values, some great experience. So it wasn't just relying on the two brains of us, you know, the pod fathers here, Michael O'Neill and JLD. It was really this collective group. I mean, of course, you know, we always took the lead because that's what people had paid for, but we definitely use that collective brain power in a really meaningful way. Do you think so? I do. And then, then, so we wrapped it out. We wrapped it up. We went and uh, we all went and got drinks and pizza, of course, on us um, at the end of the day. And people loved it. I mean, they just had, they had great feedback for it. But let's talk about what you and I learned in the process. First of all, high five for the success of like doing, you know, doing an event, which I'd never really done like a one day workshop like that, or I guess two days. So that was cool to actually see it from beginning to end. And it, just like most things that have to do with taking action, it wasn't as big of a deal as I thought. It was a pain in the butt sometimes trying to like organize the room and all that kind of stuff. But the day itself was super fun, I thought. Loved all of that. You know, we learned some great things from that as well. You know, one of the things you mentioned was, you know, one of the, the kind of annoying things was the venue. And it was almost like, hey, why don't we just drop like five, seven, however, you know, many hundreds of dollars that would have made sense and just get this like killer, sick, gorgeous Airbnb for one day, just right. like on the ocean, on the bay, like wherever it might be. That makes sense because then, you know, we're in control. We have, you know, absolute um, focus on what we need to do. Like, you know, we got to this venue and 
the uh, temperature was set at 76 degrees and I called the guy and he was like, oh, well, 76 degrees is room temperature. And I'm like, that is not considered room temperature, 76 degrees. <laughs> right. Like we're, we're getting into a sauna at this point. So uh, we definitely learned that. We learned a lot of good things, but we did learn, hey, we put a lot of just thought process into how difficult things are going to be. But if you just say, hey, I'm just going to go forward and do it, things start to unfold. I mean, so many things just kind of unfolded for us, like getting the photographer, Jenna, all set up and having her just really be there as somebody we can be like, hey, can you go get Chipotle? Can you take some pictures? Can you do the videos? Can you, you know, just like those little things just unfolded themselves. So if you, Solo and Fire Nation, are just taking those steps forward every single day towards whatever it is you're doing, for us it was that live event, like you'll just be amazed at how the world opens up and embraces that. Yeah, and I love the idea. My friend Jenna, who's like a, a multi-tool, she she does so much stuff, and she's really she's really great at handling stuff like that without having to have a lot of, you know, she's very autonomous, if you will. So I can just be like, hey, Jenna, can you just like deal with this? And she does, which is super cool. I highly recommend that if you guys do any kind of live event, it's just having a person that can just be the doer during the course of the day, so you can be the host. Kind of like if you've ever hosted a party. I feel like the next time I do one of my wine and cheese parties, John, I'm going to, I'm going to, I literally am going to hire someone just to be there and like do the dishes and get ice if we need it. And you know, that kind of thing, just so I can be the host, which, which we don't get a chance to do sometimes if you're a, if you're a party guy, you know, taskrabbit.com is an amazing resource for anybody that just wants that. I mean, when I was moving, you know, just down the street, I'm like, I can do it. I can move or I can hire people for literally $15 an hour who need the money, who want the money and are thrilled to make this happen. And it was an amazing move. So I just, those are just little life hacks. You got to start taking advantage of guys. So Michael, guess what, buddy? We are doing it again. Yeah, we are indeed. Let's let's talk about how we're splitting it this time. Okay, because that's a that's a, a, a I think that one of the main lessons we learned is the difference between the the beginners and the advanced, right? So this time we're doing we're doing the VIP day day one, but day two is going to be for people that haven't launched podcasts yet, and then day three is going to be for people that have launched podcasts, um, just because of the level of connection we need to have and the level of. Uh, you know, descriptions we, we need to give. Like, we can't fully explain how to do your first basic editing when it's like the advanced podcaster who's sitting at the table and paid all that money. Right? Absolutely. And here's, here's the bull inside of me right now just kind of saying, listen, guys, day one is going to be this coming, is a Thursday, right, Michael? March 24th? March 24th, that's right. So Thursday, March 24th, we're having two VIPs, potentially a maximum of four VIPs, but it's likely just going to be two. We're still kind of playing with that right now. So we're going to be locking that in. And that is just going to be a day up in LA where we are just going to take your life, your business, and your podcast to just the highest of high levels. I mean, the people that walked out of my, because we had we held the VIP day at my day here, uh, sorry, at my digs um, here in San Diego. And the two gentlemen that were the VIPs walked out of here just literally minds blown. I mean, one of them specifically was headed in a way different direction than when he first came in. And the other guy had just like validated a ton of things and was so excited to just start implementing. Like it was amazing to see them walk in, just kind of like shoulders hunched, kind of unsure of themselves. And then literally, you know, 12 hours later, bounding out the door, trying to like get to the nearest microphone so they could start like <laughs> screaming into it. So my friends, this is... Pod Mastery 2 
is going to take place in Los Angeles, in LA. So very easy to fly into. It's a massive international airport. We're not going to be that far from the airport. It'll be a quick Uber drive away. And for those people that don't know Uber, it's like a better version of a taxi. So it's, it's going to be very close to the airport, very accessible. Day one, Thursday, up to four VIPs just having their minds blown in that manner. Day two, which will be the 25th of March, is for the beginners. And those are going to be the people that don't really have a sense of where they're going with their podcast yet or are still struggling with the concept, with the topic, et cetera. And, and that's going to be an amazing day. We're keeping this limited to 15 people because we're going to be doing two days now. So instead of going with 20, we're going to keep it at 15 for some more personal one-on-one time. And then day two is for the advanced. These are people that are looking to grow their audiences, looking to monetize in a meaningful and intentional way. And that's going to be um, Saturday, March 26th. So it's a very simple process. If you fit any of those categories and you want to jump in, um, it's podmastery.com. You head over there. You're going to see a video from Michael O'Neill and myself. And by the way, Michael, uh, we look a lot younger than that. I feel like we've aged pretty decently in the last year. <laughs> I don't know. Like I was six months. Well, I know I was like watching that video and I was like, man, like we look like fresh, like shaven and like just clean, but no, we still look amazing. I mean, we work out every day, but you're going to go over to podmastery.com. You're going to see the video. You're going to have the very easy one, two or three options of the VIP of the beginners or the advanced. I, we did let the bomb drop over at Paradise, so we definitely have a number of sales right now. So you want to get your little booties over there sooner than later, but it's a pretty simple process. Come to LA if you're not already there. Um, it's easy to get there and come hang out with us for a day. Yeah, I think it seems like a great idea all the way around. Um, <laughs> it's just fun. I mean, the other thing is, is you know, the, the context is podcasting, but the, you realize that podcasting is just part of being an online business or a solopreneur. And the stuff you can learn, even just outside of the technical side of podcasting, will probably help any business. So in fact, we had people that came to Podmastery that didn't even really kind of have podcasts. And they were like, yeah, I'm thinking about starting one. But they, they just really wanted the day you know, to, to learn with us, which was really cool, I thought. Yeah. And yeah. those people have gone on to launch podcasts and a couple of them have said, hey, like I used that day and I decided I actually want to take my business in another direction. And now that I know how to crush podcasting, there might be a time in the future when I go down that road, but it's not for me right now. And and the important thing is they left with clarity. And now guess what? They're crushing it in those areas that they should be crushing it right now, knowing they've got an ace up their sleeve, that Podmaster t-shirt. Talk about the Podmaster t-shirt for a second, Mike. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, I made these these shirts, which are, um, I wonder if we should change the color for Podmastery too, but we, Ooh, I made some it's red. Just, it's like our brand, though. American Apparel red shirts, really cool. And just on the front of them, it just says the word Podmaster. Done. Done. And then on the left-hand side... It's got our cool little logo with with the uh, the what are the what is that the the epaulets on yeah. each side right and uh, and then they're very specific because like on the sleeve it'll say Podmastery Two LA and that's it like they'll never be made again just that we'll, we'll we'll you know we'll make however many enrollees we get everyone gets a shirt unless they want to buy a couple and that's it and then they that's it forever. So they're very limited edition. And when you get to wear them out in your, you know, at, at an event or something like that, you are part of a very exclusive club. Well, so. let's just say if you're wearing a Podmaster shirt at Podcast Movements, uh, people will be coming up to you for pictures, for autographs. Clearly. 
um, just for basic podcast knowledge. All yeah, around. for podcast advice. They'll be like, dude, <laughs> you know so much more than I do. <laughs> and guess point. what? It's going to be true. That's right. That's right. That's right. So podmastery.com, everybody. That's uh, that's what you do. There. Yeah, so podmastery.com. I feel like we've really done a good job describing what it is, how important it is for anybody who's listening that thinks that they have a voice, a message, a mission that they want to share via a podcast. It's an absolute no-brainer. Don't be one of those you know, many people that emailed us and said, oh no, like, did I miss it? Like, and we said, yes, you did miss it. You sure did. You sure did. 15 15 this time. 15 on on Friday for the beginners, 15 on Saturday for the advanced. Again, um, we've sold both beginners and advanced. um, And I didn't actually tell you, tell this, uh, yeah, but the VIPs actually could be gone by the time you're hearing my voice because we had a little, uh, got a little text <laughs> message from Ty Lopez who just said, can I just buy, um, the VIP package and you can come to my home and just teach my team how to podcast? And I said, maybe. So the VIPs might be gone, but, uh, they might not be. So head over to podmastery.com. If anybody snags one of those VIPs, we're going to tell Ty, no, no Ty. Right. You can just do, do your thing you, on Snapchat. You can, you can be regular VIP. You can't be super <laughs> VIP and have all the VIPs. It's so, so Ty Lopez, can I, can I just buy the, the, the VIP day? And then you guys come to all my home can I buy all of and, them? and, and then train right. everybody in my business. Who's like 75 people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just, we're going to have another, entire we should just do that we should just that's we should just set that up you'd be like it'll be like pod tie mastery oh what did i just do there you just, just did made it. a pod tie pun pod tie. <laughs> i totally made pod tie thank you very much ladies and gentlemen I'll be oh here the man look at oh. that brain behind between those ears fire nation mm. and uh mm. quick quick side notes quick disclaimer we we love ty lopez yeah we totally do um, we were at his house like yeah. two, a month and a half ago. It was a great experience. <laughs> Let's talk, John, about um, the next subject. Yes. How's that for a transition? That was um, a segue. Let's of talk segues. about the next thing now. Actually, can you spell the word segue? I think it's S E G U E. That is it. Mo- yeah, that is it. Impressive. I'm giving yeah. you a virtual applause right now. Thank you. Um, not not the one that's catching on fire though. <laughs> those little those little guys are not doing well. Okay, so I'm going to let you start this one, and I'm kind of curious how you're going to start this topic. I, I'm just going to let it go. Which topic are we talking? Which one of them? H dubs. Oh, I see. Okay, well, so, uh, September. Uh, no, I'll tell you. I'll go. I'll rewind. I've been a Steelers fan since I was five. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, nobody in my family was a Steelers fan. Nobody cared about football at all. I lived in Ohio. I have no idea how I became a Steelers fan when I was five. However, uh, I grew up a Steelers fan. I was drawing helmets uh, on my notebooks when I was five, six, seven, eight, you know, whatever, on my Trapper Keeper. And um, I, <laughs> excuse me, and I um, was a big fan of a guy named Heinz Ward. Number 86 was the number he wore. So much of a fan, in fact, that on my race car, I have a little vintage race car. It wears the number 86. My studio, which uh, if you saw me launch, you know, August 2013, I said, hey, welcome to Studio 86. Right. Um, I have uh, Heinz Ward jersey hanging on my wall. Uh, So big fan, big fan all the way around. I loved his grit. He was a guy that would block downfield and knock guys on their butts and would always have this big smile on his face. And I loved his, you know, then then he won Dancing with the Stars, then he became an Ironman triathlete. And I loved his grit. I love his entrepreneurship. And I I just really liked him as a player and as a person. So um, I got a call 
from uh, Mr. John Lee Dumas in September. And he says, hey, have you ever heard of Shaquille O'Neal's big podcast? And I said, <laughs> uh, I have heard it. I've, I, I've, I've heard of it. I've never heard it. And he goes, oh, it's, like, it's cool. It's like pop culture. And they'll interview like Justin Bieber and things like that. And I said, cool, you know, awesome. And he goes, well, I've been approached by another celebrity to launch a show. I don't really have the bandwidth for it, but I thought, you know, you might help with that. Great. Who is it? He's like, well, I was thinking that we could do, you know, some kind of revenue share with it, you know, work out some advertising. <laughs> cool. And I said, great. You know, who, who is it? And, and then he said, and actually, um, <laughs> he may need a co-host because I'm not sure if, you know, he's really up for, you know, the, the, the hosting duties. I said, dude, who the F is it? Uh, and he said, it is none other than, you hear, you hear me doing my best, John Lee, doing this yes. question. It is none other than <laughs> number 86, Heinz Ward. I said, dude, you have got to be essing me, is yeah. what I said. Well, and it was said, basically like, like if somebody was trying to set you up for like a prank, like there's no right. other person, no other setup, like, like co-hosting a podcast with Heinz Ward. Hello. Right. Like whatever, dude, whatever. And so he said, you said that he... Um, I'm speaking to your, I'm speaking to Fire Nation. <laughs> he said that. And, um, and I said, oh, what? Because you could have said, we're Tom Cruise. And I'd be like, all right, we're doing a show for Tom Cruise. Who right. Cares? You know, I said, really? That's crazy. So fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Um, I, I'm, you know, six weeks later, I'm sitting at lunch with Heinz in Atlanta uh, and his team talking about it. And I get him to Periscope for the first time. And he can't believe, you know, literally the first time he fires up Periscope, 500 people watch his thing Oof. like he's got two million on social media so he's, he's got a he's got a big following already so um fast forward again we're in like we we figured out how to do the deal make that happen and then i'm gonna be the co-host which is bonkers right so you know heinz obviously has different access than you and i have john uh just to people to people to, to celebrity people that happen to be either steelers fans or just people that he's met in the in the world so I've spoken to Charles Barkley. We just got done with Brett Michaels. I've done, uh, you know, Guy Fieri. Or By the way, did you see my Snapchat in Mexico yes, below Guy Fieri? giant Guy Fieri. Which really funny. <laughs> he corrected me on saying his name wrong, by the way. I yeah, I heard Fieri, that. And he said, you, uh, he goes, I, I said, can you do a little plug? You know, like, hey, this is Guy Fieri and you're listening to the Heinz Ward Show. And he goes, want me to say Fieri or Fieri? And I was like, oh, uh, you say it however it's said. How's that? <laughs> You know, anyway, that's why um, my pre-interview flow, which you'll learn at Pod Mastery, always says, woo. how do you like to pronounce like people to pronounce your last name? I love it. See, that's that's why they pay the big bucks. <laughs> Literally. So um, we uh, launched on Monday officially after months and months and months and months of trying to get it together. We and that is like February, like 21st or something. Yeah. 22nd. 22nd. February 22nd, uh, 2016. And we do, we're doing shows Mondays and Thursdays until we start getting about 10,000 downloads an episode, in which case we will add a Saturday Q&A show uh, for advertising purposes. So we'll give ourselves another outlet, lest there decides to be some advertisers that would like to join us on the show. And so Mondays we do uh, interviews, Thursdays are solo shows, just Heinz and I. And then, you know, potentially if, if we get to those numbers, Saturdays will be like a Q&A with the, with the audience. And that's all, uh, you know, JLD inspired, my friend. Well, the conversations that you've had with people that, frankly, I am uber jealous of, you know, getting to go to Super Bowl 50, that's 5-0, 
on a press pass. I mean, there's just been some cool experiences. And, and what I want the listeners on both EO Fire right now and Solopreneur Hour to be realizing is this all happened because back in September of 2012, I pressed publish on a podcast. This all happened because back in August of 2013, Michael O'Neill pressed publish on a podcast. Like we actually did something that scared the bejesus out of us. And it was a rocky road from day one. And it still is in a lot of ways. But now these things are starting to unfold before us because of the marathon that we jumped on, not this like little quick sprint, you know, to whatever, but because we said, hey, we are podcasters. This is a career choice. This is a life choice and we're proud of it. And these opportunities are now flowing our way. I have two things about that. Number one, um, having just relaunched this new show with, you know, this one, this is certainly the biggest show that I've launched since mine. And, and, you know, because I've launched a bunch of other little shows for other people, right? Um, but this one, you know, we have obviously a, a, there, there's a, an investment in it and a time and energy and that kind of thing. I remember now that the nerves that yeah. come with having your name on the marquee, you know, like, and that was very different for me coming from a, you know, being a drummer and being in a supporting role my whole life. And then all of a sudden now my name is the one that's on the marquee on the outside. So that was really nerve wracking. And the other side of it was, do you, do you find this a lot that, especially now, that the people you coach and the people you train are far more impatient than, than you were? Like, you, did you know ahead of time, this is going to be a while before this thing gets legs, you know? Whereas, and I'm seeing it right now with the, the Heinz show where his people are kind of like, is that good? I don't, why, how come we don't have more downloads? And I'm like, dude, I got 11 downloads my first day. You know, we got 1,200. So give it a minute, you know? Do you, do you find that in your case, John? Simmer, simmer down is what I want to say to you podcasters that are just launching your podcast. Like simmer down. Like when I launched, the number one question that I got was, John, how are you going to monetize? And my 100% time of the answer was, I have no freaking idea. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like I know that I'm part of the problem here. Like I publish my income reports every single month. And so now when podcasters are launching their podcasts and people say, how are you going to, how are you going to monetize? They just go, oh, well, look at eofire.com slash income. I'm going to get sponsorships and I'm going to have affiliate income and I'm going to have communities and I'm going to do, you know, $500,000 Kickstarter campaigns. And it's like, no, you're not because that was an incredible amount of time, an incredible amount of energy. A lot of luck sprinkled in with the timing, with X, with Y, with Z to make what you're seeing there. So there's just this this impatience that exists now in all podcasters and really with all entrepreneurs in general, because, you know, we're seeing it across all industries with these overnight Periscope and Meerkat and Blab and now Anchor.fm, like celebrities that are just coming out of nowhere. Like I literally didn't hear about them two weeks ago and now I can't hear anything but them. Like, right. so those are one in a gazillion, period. You know what's weird is I spent a bunch of time with Joel Com during our traffic and conversion and, and he's, he, of course he's in, you know, I call him an industry pundit because he's been around forever and, you know, most people know him. He's got a big following and... You know, when he's, and I think you could probably relate to this as well. You know, when you and I were, when we went to Ty Lopez's house like a month and a half ago or whatever, you were, you had just gotten on Snapchat. Just. And you were so excited that like 14 people or 40 people were viewing your snaps. <laughs> and this is, you know, coming from a guy that has over a million downloads a month uh, on his show. Yes. And you're like, oh, this is cool. And it's so funny, again, hearing from other people like, I'm only getting like 20. I've, I've been doing it for like 10 days. I'm only getting, and you're like, dude. You're, you're talking about an audience and it takes a minute for an audience to find 
a subject that they like and then buy into you and then stick around for a while. So just patience is the, one of the best things I can recommend overall it, for all of this stuff is just be really patient. You know, this is sort of for anybody that's doing a blog or whatever. Plan on doing it for a couple of years and plan on not knowing how you're going to monetize. <laughs> um, I, I do have a little thing I saw on Fiverr the other day, John, uh, for podcasters out there. Is I, I saw an, uh, a, a gig where they, you, you could advertise your product on their podcast if you paid them. I think that, you know, the minimum was five, but, but uh, I think their gig prices went up to like 40 or 50 bucks. And you could just literally pay them and they would just give you a slot on their show. They promised you like a one read for, you know, a minute or two yeah. on whatever podcast you want. I thought, it's kind of a cool monetization strategy, actually. And, they, and I saw in, in their gigs, they'd had like, you know, 350 people that had done it. I said, all right, well, that's now they made 1200 bucks from their podcast. That's probably enough to keep the lights on on the show for a few months, you know? Yeah, and listen, it's not always all about the dollars that are coming in now at the beginning because now people are like, oh, this podcast has sponsors. Like somebody thinks that this show is good enough to have a sponsor, that means something. Like when people listen to Solopreneur Hour and they're like, well, okay, HostGator has decided to spend money to give it to Michael O'Neill because they have the idea that his audience, that his platform, that what he's built is of value. So there's some great perception there. You know, just things, things to think about for two years yeah, now. For two years now, that's right. Yeah, so, so the point is, is that be patient, um, whether it's your podcast, and if you want to dial your podcast into really the next level and become a pro. I mean, this is what we're talking about, is being professional at this for a living. Definitely look into Pod, Podmastery. Podmastery.com, uh, March 24th, 25th, 26th. Uh, please get yourself a copy of the Freedom Journal which is, I believe, the freedomjournal.com, unless I'm mistaken, Mr. You Dale. are not mistaken, as you rarely are. Um, and, then, uh, and then, I appreciate that. And then I want to do a quick little shout-out. Yeah, sure, take This time. is going, uh, since on EO Fire, this is happening tomorrow. Um, I want you guys to do me a favor, and I want you to add John Lee Dumas on Snapchat, first, first and foremost. Yes, wait, wait, real quick. eofire.com slash snap. That will take okay. you... It's a short link to the longer link that just takes you directly to adding me on Snapchat. eofire.com slash snap. Okay, do that. And then follow me at Solo Hour, which is, uh, you know, same thing. Um, same thing except not him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I want to give you a little shout, excuse me, a shout out because you are uh, on Sunday a premiere of a movie that you've been featured in called Inspired by Eleven. Yes. Premieres in uh, Encinitas, California. Beautiful it's, area. It, uh, it's 11 entrepreneurs that have been highlighted and they, they've done a documentary of people that have been amazing and special and, and extraordinary. And you are one of those 11. You want to talk at all about Inspired by Eleven? Sure. I was approached a while ago about this great um, feature film, uh, documentary style, that some fellow people like Pat Flynn, like Vince Reed, were going to be a part of, uh, people who I obviously respect um, to the nth degree. And I said, hey, I will more than happily spend half a day with the team. They're going to come over to my place and they're going to set up shop and record um, just kind of a little documentary about the behind the JLD scenes, which to be honest with you, uh, now that they're Snapchats, <laughs> there's a lot more behind the JLD scenes than there used to be. But, you know, that's kind of one of the things where in, there just it wasn't back in the day, there just wasn't a lot of behind the scenes stuff. People had a lot of these assumptions about how entrepreneurs lived and ate and breathed, et cetera. And it's just, hey, 
You know, I'm just sitting here right now in my shorts and my compression socks pulled up to my knees and a tank top, which to be honest, is pretty warm. I'll probably take that off in a second here because it's just, it's, it's called San Diego, but I digress, Michael O'Neill. Um, this coming Sunday, inspired by 11 is going to be premiering in Encinitas, which is a beautiful part of the SoCal coast, just about 25 minutes from my home. So go ahead and uh, just Google Inspired by 11, either my name or past name, or probably just Inspired by 11 will work. If you're in the area and you want to drive down from Orange County or LA or if you're in San Diego or, you know, whatever. But um, it's something I'm pretty excited about and uh, looking forward to sitting next to you at that documentary, Michael. And I'm sure it'll be released at some point as well. And by the way, um, speaking of the behind the scenes, solohour.com slash snap is where you can have- You just did it! Boom, just now. Yeah, I just did it right now. You got to do it because um, this is the thing is it's it's a pain in the butt to like go to snap and to figure out how to right. type in somebody's name because sometimes it doesn't show up. Then you got to put like this push this plus button and then you got to rename them. It's a whole process. So they did come up with this thing where it's snapchat.com slash ad slash solo hour. But that's a pain in the butt to even say right. and remember. So Michael and Neil and I both have short names. Mine is eofire.com slash snap. His is solohour.com slash snap and that will take you directly to whatever you have an Android or an iOS and you want to follow it. I'm I'm not a funny guy, Michael. On Snapchat, I'm hysterical. I'm hilarious. I do, I do find you very, I find you a very amusing in person and on Snapchat. Oh, come on. You just said that first part. No, no. I, I, I do find you amusing. You, you are, you are uh, like our friend Nick, not funny at all. <laughs> not a like funny Nick guy. Not funny. No, just um, plain and simple. We love him, but he's not I funny. I saw his prank yesterday. Oh, that, oh, that was a he, funny. He goosed you. <laughs> he goosed he, me. I, it was funny to actually watch that develop on Snapchat. That was kind of cool. That's what's cool about that. And then yesterday I did a, um, I made a, a shake. Yesterday, my feature was a was me making a protein. Shake. And you did it well, by the way. Like you, 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 you can do ten second videos, and, and yeah. that's what the amateurs do. But when you're really doing what you were doing, you just do like the two it. second. It was like it was like boom, ice in the glass, pop, boom, yeah. like pop, 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 right. pop. You know, like you right. nailed that. It, well, I tell you what's kind of cool about Snapchat that I really appreciate is that you can pull out your inner director. Totally, like you can be a director, which is really fun. So I and something that I haven't seen you do that much because maybe you think it's corny, but what really helps me as somebody who's not that creative and who, <laughs> frankly, I personally don't think that I'm that funny of a person. Uh, but again, Snapchat makes me funny. Is I, I go through those special video features and they change every single day. So they always are rotating like four or five new, completely, uh, completely new video. Um, what do they call them, skins or whatever that kind of overlay right. you. And I let that decide what my what I'm going to talk about that day. So I don't just be like, oh, I want to talk about hustle Really, today. that's smart. The actual videos dictate what I'm going to talk about. Mm, that's very smart. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm just learning. So I don't, I don't do all those yet. Yeah, well, it's really easy. Next time you're, you're holding the camera and you're looking at, at your face, you just take your finger and you just hold it on your nose for two seconds and it will cover your whole face with this little like spider screen on the actual screen. Yeah. And then it will pop up all those video overlays. Isn't that, um, isn't that technology absolutely breathtaking? Like I am blown away. Blown away. By that technology. Because it's blown like away. five years ago, that was like, uh, uh, you know, secret DARPA Skunk Works stuff, and now it's just on a dumb little app on our iPhones. It's so weird. It's kind of tough because there's been people that have like built their lives 
like creating these YouTube channels because they're really hard to do like effects with video and have overlays and there's like processing and you name it. It's just like mental and I've always stayed away from it. And now I'm creating these hysterical videos that are of incredibly high production value on Snapchat. And then at the end of each day, I'm just uploading my vi- my stories into YouTube and then they're just there for everybody. <laughs> oh, that's cool. See, I haven't done the, I haven't done the uploading thing yet. Yeah. I'm going to do this right now while I talk. I'm going to, um, I'm going to make a snap while I'm on the phone uh, while we're recording this. And I'll just say it so you guys can hear it. I'm currently right now recording an episode of the Solopreneur Hour and EO Fire at the same time. And here's my snap. And I just actually took my shirt off, so I can't do the same. Ooh, but the ladies, though. (laughs) No, I wish I I wish I could say that. John, you've you've been a good friend. Um, I feel like we've covered a lot today. Yeah, I feel like we've uh, we've shared our message. We've we've uh, spoken kindly about each other and uh, things that we've done and most of which things. is true we've told people about pod mastery i mean you know we don't we, we talk com. about your book launch and uh was the end about snapchat i feel like we've really done the in the, the heinz Ward show in the heinz Ward show uh, which by the way everybody yeah you know this is week one you understand what happens week one yeah we're, we, we we've just gotten a new and noteworthy which is yay you know whatever but <laughs> but we need legitimate ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. So, HeinzWard.com, uh, hold on, try that again. HeinzWardShow.com slash subscribe. Please, I'm, I'm on my hands and knees. Let me move my chair. I'm on my knees. Ugh. Okay, please subscribe and leave a review and a rating for the show. Is, is it you, bad that I can, I can do verify it. that that's the sound you make when you get on your knees? Well, I'm 44 now, so it does hurt a little <laughs> bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> so, so, uh, so yes, we need those. We've got, uh, I don't know. Oh, look at this though. We're definitely moving on up. Moving on up. Yeah, right now, um, I always want to be the top one, two or three slots right. in New and Noteworthy. And right now we're, we are that way under professional. Nice. We're, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, getting I there. I want to see where we are oh, like overall, like in podcasts. I want to make that first, you know, one, two, three, four, five, that first like six shows, that's where you want to be, you know? Well, We've Fire not, Nation, we're, broken into that. we're giving you a lot of calls to action today, but you know Ooh. that we love you. I mean, go to HeinzWardShow.com slash subscribe. Those are great episodes. I've listened to them all. They're, I'm not going to say they're getting better, but they're going to stay amazing. As, oh, no, no, as, they're getting better. Okay, well, Snoop Dogg's coming up. Um, we're in talks with the POTUS, so people that can um, you know, know what that acronym stands for, like get excited about that. So there's some really cool things coming up, HeinzWardShow.com slash subscribe. Of course, I love anybody that is a big goal setter and accomplisher, so that's thefreedomjournal.com. It's available both in Amazon and at thefreedomjournal.com for you today. So just make that happen because I want to see you crush life. And then, of course, podmastery.com will be our final call to action with a URL because we want to see you in LA March 24th, 25th, or 26th. And quick side note, uh, Michael, we talked about this. The VIPs get to spend all three days with us if you so choose. So you can be there um, just the, just the VIP day or for all three if you want. It's totally your call. You're the VIP. So that's podmastery.com. Michael O'Neill, take us home. Johnny Dumas, it's been a little slice of heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, you've now just listened to an episode of Entrepreneur on Fire and the Solopreneur Hour. As always, grab the show notes, eofire.com slash something something <laughs> and solo 
solohour.com slash 389, I believe. And uh, yeah, that's it, you guys. You guys have a wonderful day today. John, we'll see you very soon, my friend. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution, allow me to introduce podcast websites. Website hosting, audio hosting, support security backup, all in one. Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a call to learn more and ignite.